Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata, back on the fan. Two quick things for you, BT. Number one, you can't yes. tell me that Belichick was under consideration and you hired Dan Quinn. Correct. I mean, that is just, I mean, are you stupid? How could you possibly hire Dan Quinn over Bill Belichick? Oh, my goodness. Good luck, Washington. Okay, more importantly, did you read the latest Andy Martino column for SNY.TV? No. Okay. I usually don't unless you bring something on the I'll, air. I'll give you the cliff notes. What do we got? Um, they had an offer to Wandy Peralta. Okay. Two years in a club option, which would have guaranteed uh, in the 8 to $10 million range. He got four years with opt-outs after each year after the first one. Yep, three opt-outs. million total from San Diego. Okay. Mets then pivoted to Jake Diekman here, which they believe okay. is similar value. I think it's going to be similar value. Mm-hmm. Uh, more importantly, uh, this is basically it for the Mets offseason. Oof. Unless Martinez, J.D. Martinez, Jorge Soler, or Brandon Belt for some reason drop their contract demand significantly, the Mets are going to pass. Okay, so most likely they're not going to drop their demand. So no DH is what I'm the, hearing. Correct. Ugh, now, here's the here's the potential exciting part. Um, Andy reiterates, Stearns told SNY, the Mets believe they will contend for a playoff spot this year. Bullish on their defense, optimistic about the upside of their offense and pitching staff, uh, making a gesture with my hand right now, and realistic uh, about how far behind the Braves and Phillies they remain. Okay, we all know all that. They are also holding 10 to 15 million in reserve for the trade deadline in the event that they do in fact earn themselves a spot in the playoff race. I mean, that's the biggest thing right there for the Mets. Basically to sum it up, this is it. Mm-hmm. They believe they have a team that will contend in the event that they do, they will look to add roughly 10 to 15 million at the trade deadline. You know where I feel as if I should read that article? I don't know, the Tampa Tribune or the Oakland Times. That's what you're getting? I'm just telling you that's it. And fans don't want to believe it. Andy's been on top of it from the beginning. No, no, I believe the reporting, but I'm not not going there. What I'm saying is, so let me just unpack very quickly what we just heard there. All right, so they made a move for Peralta. It didn't work out, whatever. The opt-out's more appealing, a little more guaranteed San Diego, whatever. They took a swing. The guy they got, Dykeman, uh, Dykeman, is hopefully he's all right, whatever. Uh, 37-year-old lefty, we'll, we'll see. Now, there's no DH coming unless somebody's one of those three players significantly drops happening. demands. It's not happening. No, and I don't even think Brandon Belt is the move at this point. I, he's very low. Of the three, he's very Although he can't play first base defensively, so he can rest Pete. Whatever. That's not going to happen either. But 
Like the fact that, and obviously Andy's getting this from somebody from the Mets to be piped in with some information, to put that out there from a Mets point of view, like, well, you know, but hey, listen, we got $10, $15 million tucked away just in case we got to make a move at the deadline. Are you kidding me? Really? Ugh. It's gross. It's gross. Gross. I mean, at least it, it gives you hope if you're a Mets fan, that in the event they do exceed all expectations, look, they're bullish on their defense, and they believe, and I do believe the defense is upgraded with Bader. Like, they've made some solid moves. I think they're going to be better than people think, specifically you. You're saying they're going to win 75s or whatever. I think they'll be around a 500 team. Okay. Now, the hope, like, like this, is, this is the reality. The best-case scenario for the Mets and their fans this year is they hover around 500, then they make a move at the deadline that might be able to push them a little... Above 500. Mm-hmm. And that happened with Cespedes years ago. And so it's not like it's yeah. without precedent here back in 2015. I get it. Moves but, can be made. But. but no, but if I told Eesh. you, if I told you in 2015, like I remember in real time screaming and begging and pleading, go get a bat because I thought the rest of the team, specifically the rotation, yep. was there. Yeah. Like that's not going to happen this year where they're going to be one piece away, even if they get that one piece, whatever it may be. A DH, a starter. No, like, I know. What's it going to do? I know. Push well, them over the over the hump for the final wild card spot. Well, uh, maybe, and there's and that might be a bit of a stretch, but there's value in that. So if it's right. all if it's all monetarily based now, right, based on the the Cohen tax and dollar for dollar, and you know, thirteen and a half becomes mm-hmm. I guess twenty seven million dollars for yeah. Turner if the math is right there. You know, you got to double it basically. So if they have ten to fifteen million dollars set aside for the theoretical bat, if they are theoretically still in it, wouldn't the more I'm just asking? Might not be bat, could be anything. Oh, that's true. Whatever, that, yeah. that, that's fair. That's true. Good starter. Catch. I mean, good catch. Geez, yeah, yeah, that's true. Very good catch. Very well might be a right. starter. Uh, but wouldn't the more prudent play be financially, just financially speaking, take the ten fifteen million dollars that you've earmarked for a move midseason, get it now, and actually reap the rewards of I don't know. 70 or 50 more home games. Like, if you enter the season, I'm just talking monetarily based here. Money, revenue, generation, stream. If you if you get that person now, who, to be fair, might not be available now. Right. That's also part of it as well. But you can get one of these guys, that, one of the bats that we talked about. Open the season with a better lineup. Don't you think that would incentivize Met fans to reach into their pocket more? They maybe, but they are banking on. I don't know, man. They are banking on this team being better than you think. Here, here's the bottom okay. line: okay. even if they're better than they know you, baseball better than me, well, they know their team better than me. Well, whatever. They do. No, they do. They do. But even if they think that, even if their team is better than you think, the reality is, it's not going to be that much better. Their best case is they're relevant, hovering around 500 at the trade deadline. Then the best case from there is they add a piece or two with mm-hmm. the ten to fifteen million dollars, and it works because they've works done that before with Ruff to, and Vogelback. It them, didn't work to get them and fans excited about competing for yep. the final wild card. And then spot. they start coming back out. If there's well, a little dip. I'm just saying that that's the best case scenario. Yeah. Now I'm, we're painting best case scenario. Oh, God, you know what that means? Now that means you know if you get eighty percent of best case, that's usually a win. Health and, and production. I would, I would say worst case is going to be. The opposite of hanging around. Yep. Lifeless, not looking good. Bader gets hurt. Talking about Severino trading Pete every day on the radio. Exactly right. 
Stadiums empty. That's the exactly Marlins right. are ahead of you in the standings. Trade That's McNeil, trade Pete, yep. figure out a way to rebuild this whole thing. Man. Yeah, there's a two, there are two very different paths but, here. But the thing that hurts the most, while I am understanding and accepting of this one year, mm-hmm. the thing that hurts the most is that the reality is it's another year wasted as far as not having a chance to win a World Series. I get it. I, That's I, the I thing that be... bothers me. I'd be incensed right now. I'd be, I'd be. Well, I'd fluctuate between being incensed and being incredulous and incredibly confused. I don't understand why he can't spend more money. Mike is calling from Long Beach. What's up, Mike? Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? How are you, Mike? Uh, before, I'm good. And before I get to my mess, uh, I love when you guys talk old school wrestling because I was born in 1970 and I was watching the WWF on Channel Nine. Yeah, with Ray the Crippler Stevens and you know the Moon Dog. Oh, I remember them. Re- Rex and Spot. Yeah, I remember them well. Yeah. Can I tell you a little story, real like a thirty-second story yeah. about uh, literally sure. about Rex and Spot, the Moon Dogs? You yeah. ready? Yeah, ready. So, so I think I told you this a while ago. So, my grandmother, with who's now no longer with us on the Italian side, made it into ninety-three, ninety-four, long life. Her twin sister, they would go to the garden and they filled up a water gun with vinegar, mm-hmm. and they squirted. One of the Moon Dogs came flying out of the ring, and my grandmother took the water gun and squirted it right in his eye. What? Yeah. What, how did he react? I, I think it was burning. I, you know, I, yeah, that's what they used to do back that then. That wasn't dude. in the script. No, that, that was, uh, no, that was yeah. not planned. That was not part of the work there. I, I don't really remember the moon. You, that's nah, like one they, the, I remember One vaguely. of them I think I remember, but barely. They're like ripped jeans yeah. and, you yeah. know, the yeah. bones. Yeah. They were, like, they were like, they were like, I don't know, backwoods hillbilly. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but have you guys ever watched the series called Dark Side of the Ring? I've watched every one. It's phenomenal. Oh yeah, okay. Because it's, it's coming back now. soon, right? Yeah, it is. It's phenomenal. Oh, yeah, very well done on Vice. On yeah, Vice. But, yep. Yeah, I would admit I have several thoughts in my head. First, I would not trade Pete Alonso for two reasons. One, when you look at premier sluggers throughout history of baseball, their best seasons have been between the ages of twenty-eight and thirty-four. I think the next four seasons for Pete could be his biggest of his career. And two, if you are going to trade him, I think you get a bigger hole at the trading deadline when you trade him to a contender, and then. You know, King Cullen, if he's going to... Who? Wait, whoa, 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 Cullen? I, I'm still calling him King Cullen. Yeah, oh, 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 I like hey, it. Whoa, I whoa. like it, Mike. I can't you know call that yet, yeah, but no you can. One complained. No one complained when he signed Scherzer and Verlander. Everybody thought it was great, so he spends the most money, and if he spends it wrong, still spends the money. He's Steve. You know, there's there's so one... To me, still King Cullen. Steve. Next year, if you trade along with the trade deadline, you'll get a bigger haul than you would now for him, because the contender is going to be more willing to give up to, to go for it all. And then, again, you have Soto and Alonzo's free agent signings. And if, and this is a big if. I mean, there's a lot of ifs so far. Jeez. If Severino mm. can prove that he, that he regains his form, and even if he can prove he's just a solid oh, number geez. four, yeah. and you give him an extension, no, and then extension? you sign either Wheeler oh. or, or Burns, Mike. and then all of a sudden you got oh, one of Mike, I can't. This is like a five-year-old sitting on Santa's lap. I want this, I want that, I want the truck, I want the sneakers, I want the bat, I want this, I want that. Dude, All right, get off Santa's lap because you get nothing. <laughs> getting cold. That's what you're getting. Oh, God. Even that, I mean, I, he sounds like a great guy, especially the wrestling stuff. Mike, I'm messing with you, but, man, you hit us with five or six contingencies that – the likelihood of them happening is just not very high. The, the more I think about this logically, well, two things. Number one, the only way in my mind for King Cohen, oh, I dubbed him that, mm-hmm. the only way for him, and I told you I removed it yes. after the Yamamoto stuff, 
and the rest of the offseason. There's no way he has earned that moniker. There we go. There's only one way for him to get that back. Soto. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that's got to be put on ice until the offseason, and we find out what happens with Soto. It's a stand-up move by Sal. At the very least, he better pursue him to the highest of, I don't want to hear this, oh, he's a Yankee, we're not getting in bed with it, like like Judge, no. With the the Judge stuff. It better be, I I don't care what the number is. Whatever the Yankees offer, it better be fifty to one hundred million. He's more. going. Listen, the stuff with Judge, which I didn't, I, I I know why he did it, right? And I remember saying in real time with Teague, if I'm a Mets fan, like that would bother me. Screw that, you know. Not that you want to stab somebody in the back who basically served as a liaison as you're pursuing ownership here, but business is business. I don't think this it was is that. different business. You got to go for Soto. I don't think it was will. that. I think he knew more that Judge wasn't going to sign there. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but still, Whatever. it would have been a symbolic, like it would have been a flex. I, I think it would Understood. have further incentivized. And this is the I don't one. know. He just he didn't even publicly make a move. This this is the one. This one will erase this year. I don't care how bad they finish this year. There's one move that erases everything. There's actually two. What's the other one? Now I've got to double check this. I don't want to talk out of school here. Garrett Cole. <laughs> Garrett Cole can opt out after this year, but I believe I'm almost positive. I'm going to double check where. He opts out, but the Yankees have the ability built in if they tack on one more year on the contract on the back end that it negates his opt out. So basically, as long as the Yankees want him, he stays. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, that's. And I don't think he. I don't think he would leave to the Mets either. No, I mean either, but he still go for him. Soto's the one. If Cohen pursues and lands Soto, he will then forever be dubbed King Cohen. That's number one. He's going to get him. Because I want to present you a different set I of actually, problems here. I, I actually do. Okay, I don't. I don't think there's now, any chance he's going there. Now, can I? You don't think that Soto's going to want to go there? No. He's can I just tell the, you why? He wants the most money. Yeah, go ahead. Well, first of all, the Yanks will pony up the money. Everybody forgets that. They will, you know, it's, it's not the A's. It's it's still the Yankees. I mean, I don't know. They really haven't done much this offseason. Well, I mean, they gave, oh, here we go. They gave Yamamoto the highest AAV. They gave the highest arbitration ever. $30.1 million right. to Soto. $14.1 million to Labor tours in arbitration. They got Stroman. They're going to get somebody mm-hmm. at the deadline. But I hear you. I think that, and they didn't eat Stanton's meal uh, money. Mm-hmm. I, I know. We go through that. I, you're not totally wrong. I get it. But the Yankees, to me, and 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 I look at this, and I, I try to, I try to envision a situation where Soto would leave, and I don't see it. I, I don't see it. That doesn't mean it can't happen. I don't see it now. I definitely don't see him leaving and going to the Mets if the Mets win seventy four games this year. See, that's the other problem that started. See, creeping. I, yeah, I mean, I you're right, but I don't like, think he cares. Well, well, all right. If he doesn't care, other players are going to care. Like there is a point. Now, I know money talks, and it would have to be 20% or ish more than other contract offers just to justify, plus the New York taxes, et cetera. But if the Mets are not winning, and I don't think they'll win that much, they're not that appealing. I, I you're not the Yankees. I understand what you're saying. You know what I, I mean? Think, yes, I, 100% I do. But I, I think in this particular case, I think Soto, that's why I think it's the perfect fit. There shouldn't be an excuse. This is not the guy who wants to play on the West Coast. This is not the guy who's got a bias for whatever team he grew up rooting for. Guy wants to be in the pinstripes or in the Dodger blue. I think this guy wants the green. Soto wants the cash. It's been known for a while. King Cohen or, or Steve Cohen, who would then become King Cohen again, has the cash. No excuse. This has got to be it. You think he This does is a some... white whale. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, I don't know what to tell you. I have to reassess my whole thinking on the on the whole thing. That's fair. I, now, and that's to be determined. Now, yep. there is a part of that call that I'm starting to come around to. And we debated this a couple of weeks ago. 
it's going to be floated out there all offseason long or all season long or the rest of the offseason and on into the season. I'm starting to think that mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. to trade Pete. I knew you were going to say that. It's I told you it's that the my right move. I know. I told you that my emotion as a fan says no, but if you actually step back and look at it as we are and this is the reality of their situation, like it just doesn't make sense to go out there with them now. Nope. They they they're I think Joel Sherman wrote this a couple weeks ago. Like the only one of the reasons why they may do it is because they're appeasing the fans. Mm-hmm. That means it's the wrong thing. It's the absolute worst reason to you, do you that. Can, you can't do it. I understand the blowback. You're not factoring the fans here at all. But, but, you can't. Believe me, I understand the blowback more than anybody. I was the brunt of it. I, it doesn't matter. And I'm not talking about bad guy this, bad. I don't care nope. about all that stuff. Nope. I'm talking about sheer baseball and what's going to happen is when they aren't good enough this year because the reality is they're most likely not going to be good enough. They're going to trade them. And then everything's going to change. That's what's going to happen. They're waiting to fall out of it. They could say they're going to be a wild card team or not, and maybe they are. And if they are, great. They're going to roll out with it and and keep him and see what happens at the end of the year. The second that they feel that it's legit out of the realm of possibility to contend or that it's not even worth it, based on what they'd have to do to be a legit team, I think they're going to trade them. Or you at know, least consider open, trying to but do, really yeah. be open yes. to it. You know, really, I think the person, when we talk about this, that's had the easiest time on the station, maybe outside of Keith, who's a big Yankee guy, is is probably me talking about this. Right. Because it's emotionless. Correct. It, it's. I mean, I can only imagine being, like, being tormented. Like, say if the Knicks were, were bad this year, but they had a player who you know is not a, a top, 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 he's good, but a top superstar. And, you you know, when you really tap into your mind, you shouldn't you shouldn't re-sign him. Well, RJ yeah. could have been one like that, where Nick fans fell in love with RJ, hoping he would one day be this Maybe guy. that's now, a loose interpretation. That's not terrible. Pete's better than RJ. But you yeah, know no, what I mean? he like, definitely is. Right. Yeah, 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 but not, not a loose comparison, not bad. And yeah. PJ, uh, Pete's definitely better than RJ. But I think that I would have been very conflicted, and I would have been angry. Uh, and I would have got all over the map. Like one day, you know, lock him in seven years. The next day or the next week, you know, I, I can I can kind of see. I can see what's going on here. It just doesn't make sense when you remove the emotion out of it based on for the sec for the for the thirty thousandth mm-hmm. time where the Mets are with their roster and where he is as a player. So really, three things, and then where major be- major league baseball trend is going. He's going to be thirty before you know it. He's slow. He's thick. He's a right-handed hitter. And he's an average first baseman on a team right now that I believe is inferior talent-wise. It is not smart to resign him uh, unless you could get him for let's say 180 and have him. There's always start to turn into a DH, not just a primary yeah, DH, yeah. but like there's always ways to finagle yeah. that. But I also he's, the, the power. There's great value in that, but it can't be Pete Alonso as the main guy anymore. It, it, it can't can. be. They are not good enough to do it. He is not that kind of player. He's really good. He's not that kind of player. And I'll tell you this much. The other problem here, that's from the Mets' perspective. I can't prove this. Not that I can even prove what the Mets are thinking. I can only tell you what I think they're thinking, what they should be mm. thinking. I don't even think Pete really wants to stay here. I really don't. I think they're both almost done with each other. I think he's another one that wants the money. We've talked about this and some of the stuff that we've heard or whatever. I think he just wants the money. I, I think ideally he would have loved to have been here. But I, I think he's going to want to be paid what he believes he's worth. I think I there was a point. I, I think now, I think it's not that not that it's not reconcilable with with the right contract. I hear you. 
I think his mind is is open to leaving because he's sitting there saying, geez, you, you thought about trading me last year. It's February 1st. I don't have a contract. I'm the best home run hitter in baseball. What's going on? But it's I, a human being. But I do think that a part of that is Pete and his agent's fault. So we got to figure out you know, what exactly is going on. But when you just think of it from the baseball perspective, emotion out of it, and it's hard for me to do that, if not impossible, when it comes to this specific situation – I can understand because they're not close. I can understand why they'd be open to trading. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Or why thinking that that should be the right move. BT and Sal and the fan will come back, continue with your calls. Also have caller of the day on the other side. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Call of the Day with Brendan Tierney and Sal Licata on The Fan. Today's Call of the Day is brought to you by Ramsey Mazda. Choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda. Bob is calling from Lindenhurst. What's up, Bob? Sal, I got a, I got a thing with you. 45 minutes ago, you actually came on the air and said you understand and accept. Mm-hmm. Really? Two weeks ago, I could still hear you screaming at the top of your lungs, We gotta do something! Do something, anything. Just get somebody. <laughs> it's two weeks ago, now you're accepting and understanding. I, I, I don't, don't understand you. I don't have a choice. I, I don't I, get it. They're, they're, they're not. You, you do have a choice. You, you, are you afraid to make a yell at Steve Cohen and call him out for what he is? The only thing difference between him and the Wilpons is the Wilpons would have shut us up with some big trades. We're a big, big uh, signing. What? When did the Mets bring in a big name from 2009 to 2015? And maybe even know. beyond. Really want me to remember. Do we I'm count Cespedes or not? Cespedes. That's it. Cespedes. Cespedes will be it. Mid-2015. B.C. before Cespedes. Right. For- Stop giving him nicknames. Bob. Bob, Bob, trust me. Stop with the King Cohen and the Uncle Stevie crap. I don't. The guy's, he's not doing anything for us. Bob, I'm Bob, Bob. I want a team this year. Bob, this year. Bob, who? I want a team. Who spent the most money last year in, in baseball? I don't care. I didn't go to no World Series. I'm sorry. Bob, 
And there's a reason why Spend he's not. all the money in the world. Get me a damn World Series. You get lost. See, Bob, you're so stupid <laughs> that you can't comprehend what he's doing. What has he done? What has he done? And then I say, who spent the most money last year? I don't care. Give me a World Series. Well, he's trying, you idiot. Oh, man. I mean, it was a good call by Bob, but you just got to you gotta use your, your brain a little bit better than that. I get the frustration, BT. You know that. But he said, get me a World Series. Like, it doesn't He tried the other way. That's what people aren't, aren't understanding. Yeah. Steve Cohen tried to spend, 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 spend. Mm. It didn't work. You know who my new favorite person is? Bob? Bob. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> was great. I mean, uh, I remember real time saying, this guy's... His fuse is, he's about a nine and a half out of ten. That's about as loud and as combative yeah. as a caller can get. I mean, that, oh, that was good. Com- I love it. Wasn't even combative. No, no, he, it was. He was go. going at you a little bit. No, no, but I let him go. He was no, no, you, you were, you were, uh, you were I was the voice oddly of tranquil. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just watch. Just, I was I'm watching. I'm like, when is this guy going to start ripping back? Well, I was trying to help him understand where I'm yeah. coming from. See, the issue is, like, he... he what do you think? I'm on the take from Steve Cohen? Like, there's <laughs> you a, only be so lucky. Yeah, I'm yeah, on the yeah, take really. for Yeah, really. Yeah, you're, you're with 95 kidding. wins this year. You don't need a DH. King Cohen couldn't give it, or Steve Cohen couldn't give a crap less about Catch. me. So this has nothing to do. You ever meet him yet? I have not met him. No. Okay. I told you I was in the Islanders, you know, Ledecky's box where yes. he was there, but I didn't say anything for him. Oh, that's right. You did tell me, uh, or say anything to him. I just believe in. I don't like it. I don't accept it. And you should know. Coming from me, it should mean more because I'm the first one to tell you I've had it with this team. And I did yell a couple weeks ago about get me a DH. It's not going to happen, so there's no point. And then the reality is, even if they did get the DH, what good's that going to do? It's going to be a lost year. This is a lost year. Now, next year, because this is a lost year, it better be all in or back to being all in. But I'll, I'll give him a break this year. So you didn't say anything in the suite. And, and I understand sometimes, you know, you people mm. walk in. Like, even when we were there, Ralph Macho was there for a minute. Yeah. Then he was gone. People walk in and out. Yeah, and right, you know, you right. don't want to be up somebody's behind. I get it. Uh, and you certainly wouldn't be disrespectful to Cohen because, Never. you know, that's not your style. And that's not my style to somebody unless right. they're really just not a good person. Then I would just ignore him uh, at this stage of my life. But if you were in the suite, let's say a week from now with Ledecky being, be, being the big Islander fan that you are and Cohen's there um, how do you not saddle up to him and say look at these DHs that are still there Steve <laughs> I mean you know Steve we, of course you introduce yourself hey yeah. Sal SNY yeah. big Mets guy love him do the show with BT on FAN you gotta bring it up I would 100% this time I told you why I didn't last time because Zeal was there Todd Zeal screwed me basically oh yeah you know you told me and I forgot and I know your Zeal buddies was with Zeal there. what was Zeal's for what did he mess up he said he was gonna introduce me and okay. then one, you know how it is one thing led to another their group went down to the ice the first period so on the I was boards. Stuck up. then I went down the second period okay so, so now we, you only have the just, third yeah, period which, to really and I don't even know if he was there the whole thing like Ugh. whatever our window was Zeal missed it and I got screwed because of it however <laughs> if it were a week from today, yep. and I ran into him at the Islanders game, whatever it may be, I would 100% introduce myself and let him know, if he doesn't already, about the King Cohen moniker and basically <laughs> beg him, like, I'll give you this year, but just know, uh-huh. dude, it's... <laughs> no, he's going to be looking at you like you're nuts. Just, like, just he's going to be like, just know what, Sal? Nice to meet you. Just, yeah. just know what, Sal? What the, should I know? The wrath... Is coming. <laughs> not just say, from me. He's going to say security. Yeah, not, please no, do, no, no, no. Please I don't get this deranged, me. unhinged psychopath out of John Ledecky's suite. I don't mean from me. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I'm going to lead the charge <laughs> on so. the airwaves, yeah, yeah. and the fans are going to be right there with They're oh, yeah, already yeah. there. Yeah, they are. I'm doing you're your telling, favor You're kind here, of you know. pushing them back a little. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm trying to help 
Because I truly believe this is not it has nothing to do with me and Cohen or what I really believe in it. The reasons why BT are there. He did go all in. He tried to spend. And now he's trying to do things a different way. We're gonna see if it's the right way or not. I tend to believe that it's going to be, yeah. but no more. This is the last year that it can't be all in. Okay, so y- y- you say that your uh, punting's the wrong word, but I'm going to use yeah. it here just to keep moving, keep it moving. Right. So you're going to punt on the venom for this year because you see the big picture. Okay, I, I, no, no, I, I Subject believe you. Subject to change in season. Well, well that's yeah. where I'm going. Right. Let's say that we're sitting here and the Mets are 11-19, <laughs> and, and they're in fourth place, and they're averaging... You know, their offense is, you know, 27th, They get steamrolled by the Braves and Phillies. Oh, starting pitching is NERA, you know, four and three Man, quarters. Sevy's throwing BP. Uh, Mendoza doesn't know how to manage. What do we do at this point here? Uh, look, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be upset. Somebody's got to, like, I got to get <laughs> Somebody's it out. Somebody's going to pay. Somehow. Yeah, I can't promise who it's going to be directed at. Yep, yep. But I can promise you this. If it doesn't go according to their plan, meaning that they're going to be competitive for a wild card spot, somebody's going to feel the wrath in season. I have a promise for you. I promise to pull it out of you. You, are, you, might, have, you might have to. You might have to try that hard. Uh, you know pull what I mean? It out of you, Every day I'll throw a little line in the water after a tough loss, you know. We're living in season, yet. game to game. The Yankees will be rolling on their way to 100 games. They got Judge and Soto looking to win MVPs. Cole looking for a back-to-back Cy Young award. Yep. Boone smiling it up. Cashman taking bows. Dominguez coming back in Dominguez uh, July. Don't forget about back. him. Yeah. Verdugo with a shaved beard, base hit after base hit. Uh-huh. Volpe in 30 bombs. Yeah, exactly. Volpe in 300. Glaber in a walk here. Austin Wells going deep in a porch. <laughs> the new Posada, new lefty stick, even though Jorge's a switch hitter, I got it. And I got to watch the Mets try to put together a 70-win ball club with Harrison Bader in center field and Luis Severino. Th- no, no, I'm going to – look, right now, today, February 1st, I'm accepting an understanding of their plan. They also said, and thank you, President Stearns, because he said – Stearns said – that they will be a wild card team. That that's their he, plan. He did say that. Well, now I get to hold him to that. <sighs> he gave me a little. P- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Piece of meat. Yeah. And if they're not, Little piece. I'm going to chew on that. I'm going like to chew on it. I'm going to chew on it. Oh, you better believe it. And spit it out. <laughs> oh, man. So I can't wait for baseball season. Call us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salakata back on the fan. We'll finish up here on the phone. Have you seen the video floating around real quick? Have you seen the video floating around with Evan, who is in a oh, – uh, I mean, he is just in an absolutely horrendous, precarious position. The short version is he said he wouldn't shave the beard until Alonzo signed the extension. Right. Pete hasn't signed. He's got the beard. He realizes he's in a tough spot. I don't blame him. He's he knows looking, now it's never going to happen. Sure, <laughs> yeah. He's looking for ways to get out of this, so I guess they threw him a bone. Him and Morash played pickleball the other day. All right, and I'll let you see the results, mm-hmm. and it's up there, blah, blah. It's funny. It's it's really good. Here's the only thing that I – well, the results are what they are. Sean won. And right. I said that I thought Sean would win. I didn't know that Sean won. He did win. I said this when you were out yesterday. He wound up winning. Here's what I don't get. Now, first of all, it's a little thing. So, you played a lot of pickup basketball growing up, right? 100%. Anytime we were playing, like, we'd always play to 11. Mm-hmm. And if it was, I mean, sometimes more than that. But generally 11 because you have other guys who want to play the winner, etc. Win by two. Then you can go win by two. Right. So, they were tied at 10. And I guess they didn't play to win by two, which was just an, an odd occurrence, but not a big deal. Okay. The Evan loses. Game's over like 10. You go to the net. You shake hands. Nice mm-hmm. job. But obviously, Evan's, you know, the beard's got to stay, so he's pissed off. Do you realize that... You know, he says, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a man of my word. I'm going to shake your hand. But before he shook his hand, he withheld it for about 10 seconds, wiped his nose, and what? then And then shook, shook the hand? Sean's hand. Oh, that's gross. What are we doing? On purpose he did that? Yeah, it looked like it. Oh, God. I don't even want to get into that. What I will say is the, <laughs> the one thing. Face, you look so revolted it, there. It's disgusting. The one, the one thing I will say I thought Sean was going to be a better athlete than that. He, I think he's pretty nimble for his size. I think Sean's a pretty decent yeah, athlete. N- maybe nimble for his size, yeah. which is maybe why I thought he'd be a little more graceful gotcha. in, in swinging the I just, racket. I just buzzed through it. So you're talking about footwork or you're talking about actually connecting with the ball? Both. Really? Yeah. Well, it, then what does that say for Evan? Yeah, it was, this was Evan well, lost. But, but, well, I, expected, yes, but I expected from Evan. Yeah. With Sean, I actually expected a little bit better. All right, let me ask you this. You're playing pickup hoops. You're picking Sean or Evan. You're picking Sean. I'm picking Sean. Probably. You're playing football, flag football. You're picking Evan or you're picking Sean? Sean. Me too. Uh, I'll even go so baseball, far as... Baseball, I may go Evan. Well, I was going to say, baseball, I'll pick Evan because we can throw a lefty mm. on the mound. But we're playing softball, I'm picking Sean. Mm, I, I might still go Evan. Really? In softball. I would have said, prior to watching that video, I would have said Sean... He did not look graceful at all. Football, hoops, maybe, because I've seen Evan. I don't know how much worse you could be than that. Oh, the foul shot, the three-pointers. But baseball, I probably I, I have to go Evan. I, dude, go back and watch that video again. I, yeah, I did admittedly buzz through it. I, I if was you not, watch, mm. watch the first point of the game. Really? First or second point of the game with Sean attempting to hit the ball. Oh, the I racket. did see him whiff. He did whiff. Dude. Straight up whiff. 
It, yeah, that was ugly. It just looks so bad. But he won. Uh-huh. And Evan's beard, I got to be honest, I don't think it looks that bad. He is starting to look like a hippie, though. Like, he's got that yeah. disheveled, he's you gonna, know, aimless, wandering hippie look that is beginning to uh, take over. He's got to find another way out. This was his one out to be able to shave what the does he beard do? for that bed. I don't know. Come up with something else. Yeah, I'm sure it's that they will. All right, BT, that's exactly right. BT, <laughs> we, we, get enough, we, we get enough of those. BT and Sal on the fan. Eric is calling from Clifton. What's up, Eric? Hey, man. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Sal, hope everything is all good on your home front, man. Uh, I know you're out a couple of days. Hope everything's good over there. Thank you, Eric. Uh, also, congrats on your uh, your hire, Zach Robinson and Raheem Morris. That's a nice one-two punch for your Falcons. Uh, just want to get that out of the way. Appreciate uh, it. It could have been worse. I want a Belichick, but I think the Morris thing is a he's a good uh, hire. Tell you what, man, you got him on the defense and Robinson on the offense. They come from you know McVay. It's uh, that's a way. Yeah, he said the same thing when they got Art Smith a couple yeah, of years the, ago. The Please problem stop. is the problem is with this structure though, and it's not just for them. It's anybody. When you hire a defensive coach, and by the way, we've seen a lot of that now, BT. Yep. So what do you do? You hire the defensive coach, and then the emphasis is on the offensive coordinator, right? Well, yes. then, yeah, you'll have, you'll have success, and Robinson will be hired to yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You then have success, yeah. and then that guy leaves, <laughs> and then what? Yeah. Start over. Yeah. So well, best then, case then, scenario then, is you're going to lose the guy in a couple years. If you're lucky. Yeah, then, right. Then, right. <laughs> then, you go, then you go get McVay's next assistant. That's, yeah. that, that, that's his next move. Um, as for the Mets, I agree with you 100%. I think this was a complete pivot here. I think, look, I think you really nailed it. I mean, Stearns came in here and just, and even Cohen, I think they just knew that without Otani and Yamamoto. I mean, we needed two pitchers to be good with this existing staff, so he's going to pivot. And personally, the only thing that I would do different from what you guys are saying, I wouldn't even wait till the season gets going. I would identify a list of teams, break them down, because we know what we need, pitching. I would say five to ten teams, and I would start calling them. And whoever's going to give me the best pitching prospects, I would trade Pete. I know you guys disagree with me. No, no, I no. We'll disagree. I said it before anybody even thought right. about oh, yeah. saying it. Oh, no, but I know you guys are saying maybe wait till the trade. No, I, I would was. trade him tomorrow if I could. Right. I, I okay, said yeah. that initially, Eric, and thank you for the Thanks, call. Man. I said that initially, although if they if it came out tomorrow that they traded them, and now it's got to be for top pitching prospects. 100%. The way it was described to me last year, and I've said this before on the air, was that because I was like, what what happened with this? Alonzo, field goal range. So, like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. And the way it was described to me was that teams didn't have the appetite for what it would take to to seriously part with Alonzo. Okay, like so the, the Mets, Mets overvalued get... his worth, well, which, by the way, is better than well, undervalued. Well, he asked for the moon, you might get a star. Yeah, it's okay, or, they'll adjust. Or teams, under, or teams undervalued, which makes me think of, like, what the market would be. There's no way Pete's getting his $300 million or, or whatever he thinks he's going to get. But point is, it would have taken a ridiculous amount, as it should, to get Pete Alonzo, because you can't be in the business of giving away good players. Now, I would be open to trading him, even though it goes against every fiber of my fandom. I would be open to it in the event that they can get a top pitcher or two, mm-hmm. which is like, if it's not that, I'm not even having the conversation. Yeah, I'll, and I don't want I'll A. I want double A, where yeah. I already have 20, 30 starts, and I get to see the entire repertoire, and he's faced good hitters in double A. I agree. I just want to clarify something I said, because I don't want this to sound insensitive. This this does matter to me. When I said I would trade him tomorrow, that is not me saying that I'm looking to give him away. What, why I said that is I think you get more of a return. You definitely get more of a return trading him before the start of the season. You know, As like, opposed to the deadline. Yeah, and that's I why. Because uh, well, you prey on the desperation, given the, like, the moment, the Yeah, he could be the, the final urgency. piece. For, yeah, I, I just yeah, don't That's know. one way to look at it. I still think you get more when you, when you give it to somebody for 162. But I, I, I know what you're saying. Somebody might overpay based on team being in a, a place they didn't think they were. Team needs a big bat. Or would be. They're desperate. Yeah. He's the biggest bat out there for power. Now you're you know pinning these two teams against each other as opposed to now where 
I'm sure other teams would want him, but mm-hmm. is it that? I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't think, though, the value is diminished greatly at the trade deadline. Maybe the Mets can make it worth it if they, you know, they take a chance to stay in it here. Ralph is calling from East Isle. What's up, Ralph? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so let me give you my fandom. It's Mets, Jets, Knicks, Islanders. Okay. Sal, I, I'm sorry. I can't agree with you on it being okay with the Mets selling this season short for any reason. You can't do it. Not in baseball. Fandom is about consistency and hope. Hope is built preseason and at the trade deadlines. And I, and I don't like Yankee fans, sorry, BT, or Cowboy fans, because the tendency for them is to feel that it's championship or bust, and that's not the case. Um, you have to give your, your, your fandom hope. And like the Knicks of the 90s, they were consistent. They gave us hope. They made it to the finals twice. Was I upset when they didn't win the finals? Of course I was. You know, at least every year you knew you had a legitimate chance of getting there. And the Mets going in this to this season with the, hey, let's see where we are attitude, that's okay for the Pirates and the Reds because they don't have the finances that the Mets do or any big market team has. Yep. You can't do that in New York. I'm sorry. You just can't. Well, you can provided you're right. And you can provided you don't abruptly shift course like, the, excuse me, like the Knicks have done many times, not not this Nick team, but over the years as we've discussed. I said this out a couple hours ago. I think one of the great fallacies of New York sports, now again, you've got to do it right, and you can't just, you know, ca- so cavalierly deviate from plan to plan. But if you present, and you're, uh, didn't the Rangers send a letter to their fans? Yeah. Like uh, four or five years ago, yeah. whatever that was. Hey, here's what we're doing. Complete transparency. Give us a little time, and we will be, I know they're, you know, they got a little cold since that great still. start. But the, the Rangers are still very well run and a very good team. And Shesterkin gets his act together this month and is a lot better than he was in January. Rangers could get, may, you know, mess mm. around and win the cup or get to the cup finals. I think everybody knows that. So I think that that is, I think that I'm okay with that, but. I'm 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 seeing two versions almost colliding, and, and that's what gives me that that gives me pause about these Mets because yeah. you have Lindor, you have well, Nimmo, but those you moves those moves were made prior to their quote unquote rebuild. I know, but uh, yes, no doubt that's but the, the issue. Yes, if anything, it complicates it. But you can add to that core if you think the core is core enough to win with. And still win this year some, you know, increase but, the odds, but then also stack the farm. Well, now you're on to the point that I talked well, about before. That seems to be the big issue with the Mets, the core. And maybe they don't believe in it. Yeah. And I'm, their I inaction, inaction no. kind of supports that. Right? Yeah. Well, that's they, maybe easy to deduce. Maybe yeah. their biggest issue was believing that the 101 win season was the beginning and the core and saying this is going to be successful. We had success this year. Now we're going to build on it. They saw it totally fail miserably in every which way last year. And I believe that that led them to second guess, not only going all in and paying the way that they did for some of the top free agents, but also the core of this team. I mean, think about what we've seen here. Even in the 101-win season, you saw the team. Now, I hate to use the term collapse because I don't think they really collapsed, but they choked away that division. All they had to do was win one game in Atlanta, yeah. a team that they won the same amount of games throughout the course of the regular season as. All they had to do was win one game. They got punched in the face, kicked in the teeth, never got up. They were left for dead. Yep. Then they followed that up, coughing up the division. Then they followed that up with a pathetic performance against the Padres team <sighs> at home in a wild card series. Like Worst case, the Mets were at home for three games in the postseason, and they were bad in that. So I think they looked at it and said, we've got bigger issues mm-hmm. than we thought. Which and, I'm okay with. And then it was Smart. cemented 
last year. Yeah. Where they didn't recover again mm-hmm. last year. Like, there's no bounce back. And now they didn't have a choice. They can't completely change course because they're, to your point, like, what are Locked they going to do? with somebody's deals. Yeah, what are you going to do with Nemo and Lindor? You can't do anything with it. But you can do something with Pete. And he might unfortunately be the you know the the collateral that you have that could be a bit of a parachute to a better tomorrow, as painful as that's going to be. And to your point, there's always a reaction to an action. The Yankees' reaction to this past season, 82 wins, worst season in 30 years, was to go out and even if it's a rental and they got to handle get the best player available, get the best player available, add to the rotation, and then the moves that they made, it, it's telling us that they don't believe that last year was an aberration. They know that if they rolled it back with some of these scrubs that they had, that they were going nowhere. Now, they're not fully done yet. I think they've got to trade for an arm. I think that they will. But their actions or their reaction to what occurred last year tells you what they're thinking. The lack of reaction or the inaction by the Mets so far this year is telling you without them verbally stating it necessarily directly that, we ain't there. We're not close. We're not there. They know that. Yeah. And that's why they're being smart about it. I understand why fans are frustrated. The Mets say there's no way to get us there doing what you want us to do. That's why we're doing what we know is best, or what we think is best. John is calling from Staten Island. What's up, John? Oh, Dustin Doink. What's up, boys? What's up, John? Yeah, How are you? Dustin Doink. I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm going to give you my Met perspective, and I think that they're falling into two traps here. Number one, I if it were if I were the GM, I would do exactly what they're doing, and then I would trade Marte and McNeil for a bag of balls because there's no big free agent this year that could change the momentum. They have to get under the luxury tax. I would spend five hundred million for Soto. I would not spend a billion. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, the other issue that they're running into, and that's why they're not going to re-sign Pete now. The other issue that they're running into is they're not the shiny toy anymore. I don't care what anybody says. Steve Cohen's a businessman. The Mets are a losing business. He's trying to get a casino. He's involved in the PGA. He's not going to throw bad money after good. That's why he's successful. So the only way is you have to reset. And I know that the fans are not happy about it. I'm a Mets fan. I hate it. But the only thing I think that he should do, and this is just my opinion, is if he's not going to add then I think that he should have lowered the uh, season ticket prices. Well, that's a different that's, that's a different thing, John. Good call. Thanks, Thank John. you for the call. See, that's the thing. I don't like it, but I'm trying to understand it. Now, as for the t- season ticket prices, that's on you to decide as a season ticket holder or whatever. If you want to go to a game and the tickets are what they are, you've got to figure that out. And ultimately, if you say, you know what, it's too much, I'm not going, eventually they'll come down because they need to get people in the ballpark. Yeah, they will adjust. They will react to what you do as consumers. Can I end the show on a positive here, Sal? Yeah. Can we incorporate the Knicks for a sec? Sure. Uh, we mentioned them a few times here. First of all, very interested to see how they play tonight because they're playing a good Pacers team. Now, the last couple of games without Randall and OG, and hopefully OG can play, uh, this is going to be a different monster. Indiana, Indianapolis is good. That's number one. Knicks are a favorite I saw, though, tonight. Oh, that one's important. One or two, it's got to be marginal. Or yeah, nominal. it is. Not, it is marginal, but still. Okay. Yeah, that surprised me a bit. Without I, Randall and Ananobi, potentially? Yeah. No, that's interesting. So how about this? Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. Jalen the superstar. Jalen Brunson is the first player, first in NBA history, with the following numbers in the first 46 games of a season. 1,200 points or more. 300-plus assists, 100 or more three-pointers, and 40% from downtown. And he's not a starter. Yeah, but... He is a beast. But he's uh, he's too small. He's ours. 
Can you imagine people knocking? So do I. I, mean, I, said, I, I said, I told Cole, I said, you wear Brunson because he's got Brunson. I said, you got to wear him to school. This was yesterday. Like, it's starting to bother me that Brunson's not getting enough play. And even like some national people, I don't mean just the All-Star game. I think it was Kendrick Perkins. I said this yesterday. You were out. Like, can we get a, a massive billboard in Times Square, Jalen Brunson? We get a little, I remember Larry Johnson had some stuff back he's in the day. He's a superstar. Yeah, let's no go. Other. So, you know, you start rocking that Brunson jersey in the in the Jersey suburbs. Let everybody know what's up. He's a superstar. You said this. He's the greatest Knicks since Ewing. I, I did. I don't think there's any question about I did. That. I did. And I even said that he – now, this is – I dropped this bomb. You might want to debate this. We could always pick it up tomorrow. I believe he influences winning more than Ewing. Oh, God. Let's not go there. I just did. There are certain things I am blind for, and that is the 90s Knicks. I will not – I love Brunson. You can't say he's better than Ewing. Let's continue this tomorrow with Ted. We'll watch the game tonight and react to it tomorrow. Give you some Knicks talk. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to Dole. Thanks to Hop. Thanks to everybody who listened and called. We appreciate each and every one of you. Be back again tomorrow at 10. Evan and Tiki, they're coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.